we, we overestimate what we can do in a year. Right. And we severely underestimate what we can do in 10. Smart Money Parenting. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Smart Money Parenting Show. This is your co-host, Chad Willardson, with my buddy, Scott Donald. Scott, how you doing? Doing good, man. Grateful today. Grateful. We're This is our Thanksgiving episode, 2023. Just want to wish you guys a happy Thanksgiving. And if you don't live in the U.S. and you're not celebrating Thanksgiving, happy Gratitude Day, I guess. Mm-hmm. We're talking about gratitude today. So what's, before, your, what's, your, what's your favorite food on Thanksgiving? I want to know. Oh, man. You know, to be honest, I don't love the turkey unless it's like, I don't love dry turkey, but I do love some good mashed potatoes. And I do actually love some pumpkin pie and whipped cream. Like that's that's always been a, a weak spot of mine. Once a year, I pretty much don't ever eat pie. But for some reason as a kid, like that that pumpkin pie with the whipped cream, it was something we always did as a tradition. What, what about you? I'm a stuffing guy. Stuffing is good. I if love you can it. put some gravy on it. Put, yes. some little, put some gravy on it. You got to do it right. But it like... Even stovetop, just a really, really oh, good, good stuff. Thing that's got a little crisp on top. Some it's fresh, good. some fresh rolls with butter and jam. <clears throat> Ooh man, I can't. We always, we, we always played a turkey bowl. Played some football in the morning. Thanksgiving tradition: play football with the buddies. Yep. It usually ends up with a couple injuries now that we're all older. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. One so, guy folded hammy last year. Happy oh. Year. Yeah. I'll tell you good. what. I, I got a quick funny story before we get into this, but yeah. When I was in, uh, I lived in Texas for a year um, and I went to Travis when I was doing grad school for entrepreneurship and I went to Travis, uh, our one of our co-founders of Gravy Stack. Uh, we, I went to his house for Thanksgiving and it was like a steep South, 45 members of the family there. Oh, wow. uh, six of his cousins were D1 football players. Oh my gosh. What? Like just a couple of massive, massive linemen two uh, receiver running back, just beasts and a couple of D one quarterbacks. And it was mayhem. Yeah. Like that's we played, wild. We played in the rain and the mud and it was like tackle. It's oh like my four gosh. On four or some five on five. I just remember getting lit up. <laughs> like it was, I've just never trying to survive. Before. Just I've trying to survive. Been, yeah. I was not running. Like when they would say go like hike, I was not running towards to catch a ball. I was literally just running backwards. Cause I was going to get pummeled. It That's was hilarious. So fun, dude. That's but hilarious. yeah, <clears throat> so thankful for so many things in our lives. I think, you know, what, what this reminded Chad and I of is this idea of gratitude. It happens every year on Thanksgiving, right? You go around the table, you say what you're thankful for. You can be grateful for so many things in your life. It's a wonderful annual tradition. But what we want to talk about is how do you actually raise kids that have a grateful spirit that are that are they have gratitude all year round Mm. that's some of the the tips that we want to give you guys today because gratitude and being grateful and appreciating everything around you is like the secret to happiness it is the secret to like contentment and joy in our kids and when, when preparing for this episode scott i found something online that says scientists studying positive psychology found that a one time act of thoughtful gratitude produced an immediate 10% increase in happiness and a 35% reduction in depressive symptoms. These happy effects disappeared within three to six months, which shows that gratitude is an act to be repeated again and again. So it's interesting though, it's not just, it doesn't just increase happiness when you're grateful, but it decreases depression. 
And wow. another one says regular gratitude journaling has been shown to result in five to 15% increases in optimism and 25% in increased sleep quality. Lack of gratitude is a major factor in driving dissatisfaction in your life. So you can't be angry and grateful at the same time. You can't be frustrated and grateful at the same time. And I think maybe one tip, I guess, from there that we could do with our kids is asking them to share what they're grateful for. But even better than that, ask them to write down what they're grateful for and make it a habit. Because think about it, if your kid's writing down three little things I'm grateful for, and they keep doing that over and over and over again, they're going to develop an attitude of gratitude. Mm. It's actually an incredible way to stop the greedy gimmies. It's an incredible way to stop uh, a lot of this entitlement and spoiling we've been we've been waging war on with Gravy Stack. Um, you know, when a kid can appreciate the things in their life, I, I think they'll expect everything until they understand how much they can appreciate it, mm. right? Uh, and and so I feel like with Gravy Stack, we we care about generosity so much with actual funds, right? And I think gratitude is directly related to generosity, right? And so it, it does directly affect one of the seven money skills for sharing and giving and generosity. A kid, a, someone who's grateful is more generous. It's True. as simple as that. True. And so, yeah, starting off the day right. You know, talk about this for a second, like starting off our day. Because I think Start, sometimes yeah. parents like, yeah, we go to bed, we'll say the quick prayers and thank you, God, for mommy and daddy. And thank you for uh, our dog. You know, like there's that stuff that's great. It's all great. But how do we put this into like a, a practice in the home? Yeah, I think something we can do is is in the morning, ask your kids what they're looking forward to for the day. And maybe one of the things like, what are you what are you feeling grateful for? And it's going to be maybe weird or awkward at first, but that's good. Like make them uncomfortable. What are you grateful for today? Mm. And, the, and they might say, eh, you know, they might not want to answer, especially if they're a teenager, but you might kind of push and nudge and encourage it out of them. Last night, so we just got back in town, Scott, you and I both at this, this retreat for CEOs and leaders. And I went to pick up my daughter from volleyball. I had not seen her. She was at volleyball practice after I landed home in California. Went to pick her up. We chatted on the way home. She's like, I missed you. I was really excited to see you, whatever. That's cool. We, as we pull into the driveway, she's like, thanks so much for picking me up from volleyball. And I was like, whoa, that was cool. Like, I, I mean, honestly, as I think about it, I, I don't think my kids thank me every single time I pick them up or drop them off somewhere. But she was so intentional about just saying, thank you so much for picking me up from volleyball today. As if mm -hmm. I was going to leave her there, you know, all night at the yep. gym. But just the little things, which shows me that she's got that attitude of gratitude. And I think one thing that we can do as parents is model gratitude. Yeah. We can say thank you a lot to each other, to our spouse, to the kids, to people who are service people, to waiters and waitresses. That's one thing I like if, if the waitress or waiter is pouring water in my kids' cups and they just sit there, like, I don't like that. I, I want them to always be saying thank you. So yeah. I think I think making it a habit as a family will foster more gratitude for everyone. I was I was reflecting on last week with the kids, like just, you know, what were the main memories from last week? The first memory that popped up was we sit down for dinner and Sawyer, our five-year-old, he just took his first bite and he just was like, mom, thank you for dinner. Oh, that's cool. And just out of nowhere, it was like the coolest. And Amy was just like beaming. She was like, oh, buddy, absolutely. Like, 
thanks for saying that. Like, it, like little things like that, man, yeah. they just, they mean the world in our kids. Cause you're showing what you're doing is you're showcasing to our children that like, Hey, there are things in our lives that we just, we need to appreciate because right. they're not always going to be there. Like there's people right. that don't have what we have. Like we want to be grateful and and thankful. And it, and it means so much for mental health, right? November is mental health month. Yeah. Right. You cannot be angry or frustrated or anxious and then grateful at the same time that, you know, this idea of, Hey, you want to get yourself uh, unstuck, go serve someone. Mm. That's, that is like a, a, an age old bit of wisdom. Yeah. Take the attention off yourself. <clears throat> That's right. And when you're gra when you're gracious and you're thankful and you have that attitude, you are taking that focus off of, Oh, poor me. Oh, these things are going on. Oh, this is tough. And you're being thankful for what you do have. It's the positive focus that we learn in, in strategic coach. This is, you know, just so everyone knows, like uh, Chad and I, we met in strategic coach with Dan Sullivan. It's a very high level entrepreneurial group. <clears throat> and the first thing that they want to start off with in every meeting is something called positive focus, right? What is your momentum? What are you grateful for, for the last 90 days? What are you excited about right now? What is pumping you up for the next 90 days, whether it's in your family, in your business, in your marriage, in your with your kids, with your friends, it, trips you're going to go on, things that you have, like it's a positive focus. It is like the best tip to start every single meeting. We do it every week with our company. Yep. Everybody starts with that positive focus. It, and changes, it changes the state of which, what mindset you're in. You can right. do it as a family. What's your positive focus? What's going well? And you may be in a bad mood. You may be grumpy. You may be upset, but you have to come up with something. Yeah. I, I just found a crazy, this is a crazy stat. In a study of 800 descriptive trait words, like words to describe somebody, grateful was rated in the top 4% in terms of likability. Wow. I mean, so if you want to be likable, if you want your kids to be likable, teach them to be grateful. Over 90% of American teenagers and adults indicated that expressing gratitude made them extremely happy or happy. So 90% of people feel happy when they're grateful and you are also more likable. So why not teach our kids to have that attitude of gratitude to, to really set their mindset up to be successful, happy, and likable? I mean, let's go. I love it. Three things. All it takes is three things. You know, this is this is Dan Sullivan's gap in the game. Yep. Right. So one of the top uh, business strategies that we we use in our our companies every day is this idea of the gap in the game. And Ben Hardy, our friend, wrote it uh, with Dan Sullivan. It's a bestseller uh, worldwide now. I think they sold like hundreds of thousands. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Gap in the game. It's called gap in the gain. And basically the principle here is most people, if you're, if they're not trained in how to think about their life, they're going to focus on the negative. Whenever there's a lack of unity or a lack of communication, people fill that void with negative things. And so when you talk about being in the gap, it's basically saying, Oh, there's, there's so much yet to get done. There's so much more I have to do to reach those goals. There's so much I missed today. There's so many things I'm struggling with. I'm in the gap. Okay. And, and you're looking forward to your future in a negative light. You're, yeah, basically you're, you're, you're like, let's give an example. I got a, I got a 94 on my test at school, but I should have got a hundred. Like I missed, I missed those six questions. Like it's oh, those six questions. And all I focus on are those six things that I missed instead of celebrating the 94 that I got right. 
Yeah, that's the gap. Like, come on, how 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 could you how could you miss that one free throw? Talking yep. to your kid, you know, they they made seven out of eight free throws, and you're focused on man on that one. How'd you miss that one free throw? And you're just mm. on that gap instead of like, man, you shot great today in your basketball game. Way to go! Yeah, every business owner I've ever heard heard of, they don't care about all the positive reviews. All they're focusing on is that one negative Yelp review. Yeah, that one pissed off person. Like they just. Yep. You know, this is true in all senses of the word. Like if you have a checklist to do today of 20 things and you get 17 done, you're going to, you go, oh, those three things I didn't get done. That's, yeah. that's the gap. That's living in the gap. And the gain is the opposite. The gain says my confidence and my positive attitude comes from what's been accomplished in the past and how far I've come. Recognizing your progress. Yes. That's a crit. It's a critical skill for kids to learn, appreciating and recognizing the progress that you have made. You know, in, in most people, this is true in business, but I don't think people have ever applied this to family. Um, we underestimate, we, we overestimate what we can do in a year. Right. And we severely underestimate what we can do in 10. Right. And I think that true. is why being in the gain is so critical and having a positive attitude, being grateful is what keeps you in the gain. And that gives you confidence for the future. It gives you the right attitude for the future. It gives you more vision, more clarity, more creativity, more power moving into the future. So that's why it's so critical to focus on gratitude and the things that we're thankful for. I think what's wild is we can actually propel success by just looking backwards and feeling grateful for what's been accomplished and what's where the progress has been. It actually impacts our future and our current state of mind. So we can train our kids and our family to have an attitude of gratitude. Maybe our, it starts with us. We have to be grateful. We have to be celebrating progress. It's not easy to do. We have high expectations of our kids and, and of ourselves. But if we can celebrate progress and focus on what we're grateful for more often and express it, I think that's important is don't just write it down, but say it out loud so that our family hears things we're, we're grateful for. Imagine whoever's listening to this, whether you're a mom or a dad, Imagine you express gratitude for your spouse or your partner in front of the kids. How does that impact them? So good. It, it just I, builds confidence, right? You just reminded me of something. I didn't even think about this until right now. Three years ago, um, maybe it was four years ago. It was September like 20th or something like that. And I realized that there was a hundred days left in the year. Mm. Okay. And I went, whoa, there's a hundred days left. I want to, and I want to be practicing gratitude and positive focus and thankfulness. And so I wrote down a hundred people's names that are important to me in my life that have really shaped and impacted me. And I'm so grateful and thankful for, and every single day on social media for 100 days straight, I wrote a paragraph and with a picture of one of those people. Nice. And I went through all hundred people. And for the last hundred days of the year, and the last one was exactly on December 31st. That's cool. And I forget what it did for all the other people. It was an unbelievable experience for me to be so, I was so focused on the good, on the thankfulness, on the gratefulness. It, it changed so many things in my personal life. Like my wow. heart, my health, I didn't have the gut stress. I didn't have like any of the mental, just all the things going on and work was still crazy and little yeah. kids and it was, it was all there but I was so much more at peace mm. and I was so much more other focused and dude, I'm telling you, 
I just basically would tag these people every day for a hundred days, a different person and share how thankful and grateful I am for them. And I still, every year get tons of people that like reshare, you know, when you get like that memory from the past, Yep. I'll get texts and I'll get people like resharing a memory That's from cool. three or four years ago. That's cool. And that to me is like, uh, it showed me as like a first person example of what it does in your life. If you start to practice this, I think I'm Grat gonna well, gratitude reduces frustration. It reduces anger. Gratitude reduces regret. Gratitude increases dopamine. Gratitude increases happiness. Gratitude gives you peace and confidence. That's not easy, but let's let's our focus on this Thanksgiving week here in America is gratitude. And for smart money parents, we believe that you can really make a difference in your family by being the example of gratitude and then by instilling an attitude of gratitude in your children every single day. So good. All right. We're thankful for you guys. Well, I'm thankful for this show. Uh, I'm thankful for the people that we've been able to impact. I'm thankful for the tips that people send in to us for us to learn. Yep. Like we're we're not the gurus here, guys. We're actually only here because we want to get better as dads. We want to be more uh, better husbands, better fathers, better business owners. We want to help our kids thrive. And we're growing and learning every day. And so I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for our community of families that really care about family. That no, means the world, man. People that align around families that care about the next generation, that really want to strengthen their family legacy. I'm grateful for that. I'm, I'm thankful for the feedback that we get as we share the journey. I'm thankful for the patience of people. We're not perfect. We're, we're trying to build gravy stack to really wage war on entitlement and really develop amazing families and kids. And we're learning as we go. I'm thankful for all the support. I'm thankful for my own wife and five kids. I'm thankful, Scott, that we get to do this. We get to talk a lot about cool things that really help us become better in our own lives and hopefully inspire you listeners to do something different in your family. So it's a week of gratitude and, and we just want to say thank you. Yeah. And and definitely in a time where you could focus on the news yeah. and all the clickbait and all the highlight reels on social media of other people that make you feel bad about your backstage, we want you to focus on the good. There's so much out there to be thankful for. Thankful for God. Thankful for my family. Thankful for you. Thankful for my friends. Man, focus on that and life changes for the better for your family. So thanks guys for listening watching, viewing, subscribing. Hey, send this to uh, somebody you're thankful for in your life. Send this to your parents. It's a great idea. Great send idea. this to your siblings. Send this to a friend that you're thankful for. Say, just say, say, hey, I listened to this and I was just, you came to mind. Right. And uh, yeah, we just want to thank you guys for being a part of this community. Uh, give us a follow. Give us a review. Love you all. Appreciate it. Have a good week. See you soon. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs>